Yo, what up, Nashville? 3 HL, 1045 The Zone. Brent Orty, Don Davenport, and there he is. He's Ron Slay. Let's go! Yeah, I'm in the building. Yeah. I believe I'm in the building. Come on. Why? I'm in the building. Hey, man, we're just talking our way through this thing today. Yeah, we got to figure it out. Best believe. You got to figure it out. The numbers are no. No, the cards ain't got to roll, man. You need to get somewhere. Listen. Listen, man. I, no, man, say straight up. What? I, we've had to, listen. Hey, hey, man. I ain't had a lot of money in my life. You know, and we had to make do with what we had. And we made do. Sometime, like, I'm going to tell you that. This is a great story. Man, we had a car. And the car door didn't stay closed. Neither one of them. You had to hold it while you're riding? No, we had to go get a bungee cord. Oh, yeah. Hook That's a the thing. bungee cord, hook it to one bungee cord, stretch it out. So when you go around the curve to the right, <laughs> you got to hold the door to the left. <laughs> we don't lose half the ride. Yeah, we don't lose half the people. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> Coach Pump in this car? I mean, no, nah, Pump, man, Pump had a little ride too. That was a I saw crazy. Pump this weekend. <laughs> yeah, my I boy. I'm telling you, man, but the thing is, guess what? It wasn't no way we was going to say, you know what, man? Man, forget that car, man. Let's walk. No, man. <laughs> Man, go get that bungee cord, dude. When we go, lean all the way back so you can pinch the bungee cord on your back into the back of the seat in the middle of it and hold that door. Let's go, man. Get to where we got to get to. Forget that. So, car ain't got no roof, but we holding the door. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to make it happen. Of, speaking of, remember back in the day with the cloth on the top of the car that would always, like, start to fall down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try, you try to hit it all up. All these there. things to, like, get it to stay up there. You're trying to tuck Staple it in. everything. You tuck it in the side. <laughs> hey, man, it's real out here, man. I'm, 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 hey, listen, man. I'm telling you what it is. You got to be able to make things happen and get the job done. Just figure it out. Because don't nobody want to hear it. Yeah. Don't want to. They asking, man, are y'all coming to the pep rally? Y'all, oh, oh, y'all be there? Yeah, we'll be there. Man, the we ain't got door. door we got to hold the doors, man, but we're going to be there. My homeboy Dot Van that we used to all ride in about eight deep, the slide door wouldn't open no more. <laughs> that when you were like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I pulled up on y'all like that. Yeah, yeah cocking it. That's yeah. what he called cocking it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. so I pulled up on y'all like that. Shout out yeah. to Quantic Cash. I was like, so, what in the world? <laughs> the sliding door wouldn't open no more. It was a minivan. So when the sliding door wouldn't open, instead of everybody saying, you know what? We can't all go. Only two can go. Man, you better open that passenger door up and get in that thing. I'm just getting that thing one after like another. At the, at the circus? Like the clown cars. The clouds, yeah, you know? that was us. Coming up out that thing. And doubt somebody say something. I dare you say something. You better get all your little jokes in because we better have a good time. <laughs> The moral of the story, story story is not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is, man, you got to do what you got to do to get to where you got to get to and get the job done. And listen, it's that simple. If Rogers is in the car, it don't matter. You're still going to the pet rally. Come on, I mean, what I'm stopping if for? If NWI is in the car, you're still going. To the, if Julio's in the car, if AJ Brown is in the car on Come Thursday, on, man. you're well, still going to the pet rally. Guess go. AJ Brown is at practice today. Oh, he in the Just car. Saying. I'm just saying. No, he's outside of the car. He's he just. Get in. He's, he's looking. Out. He's trying to decide. Well, some room is it time he's to, waiting on the street corner. Do I really? Do I want to wait for the door to get fixed on the car? Come on, Bass. Or do Come I want to just go ahead and climb Come in the front and Come back on. in? Yeah, yeah. Come that's on. that's what AJ's yeah. doing. Oh, I'm trying to tell him. <laughs> Come on, man. It's real. It's real. Tell you. Hey, if you're new to the show, hopefully we've proven, even when you're pissed off and things aren't going well, we're going to have a good time. So man, uh, just strap it in. Grab the bungee cord. 
<laughs> and, and ride. And hold on to the door. Yeah, we'll try to let you know when the curves are coming. Yeah. But a lot of times we don't know. No. Nah. Hey, you got a clue. 615-737-1045 at the RHL 104.5. Um, some other NFL notes. The Green Bay Packers, the only team with three losses or fewer through week 15. Three of the previous five teams to do that since 1970 won the Super Bowl. That's from Alliance mm. Sports. On October 31st, the Miami Dolphins lost their seventh, seventh consecutive game to fall to one and seven. Since then, they've won six in a row. They've got wins now. Everybody's giving them credit. They're the best team in football, this stuff, whatever. They, they have won games, but they've won games against Houston, Baltimore, mm-hmm. good win, the Jets, Carolina, and the Giants. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They wrap at New Orleans, at Tennessee, and against New England. That's uh, Flores, right? Could go, yeah, could Down go 0-3 down, down the stretch. I was in, so impressed with them last year. but oh. I did find uh, one interesting comment from Colin Cowherd uh, preseason. I don't know why I looked for this, but I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look for random things. Uh, quote, this is preseason. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> got distracted by Lucas Panzeca and Pamela Fur walking down the hallway. Uh, quote, I don't buy the Titans. I don't believe in the pass rush or the secondary. He did say this, though. He thought Tannehill would regress. Call it Coward. That's what Coward is it? Well, yep. he, he's not wrong. Nope. Kansas City Chiefs. He is about the defense, but he's not Very wrong much about so. the Tannehill regression. Kansas City has a one-game lead for the one seed in the AFC. The Chiefs' last loss was in Nashville to the Tennessee Titans. 27-3. to They've won seven games in a row. Patrick Mahomes, first seven games, they were 3-4. and four. He completed 68% of his passes, 299 yards per game, 18 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and 14 sacks. The so next seven. So the idea there was people were playing with two deep safeties. Nobody was blitzing him anymore. The stat was 40 touchdowns, no interceptions in his career against the blitz. Those numbers came out. Everybody started playing him differently. He was still ch- t- trying to hit the chunk plays. So they were struggling. Mm-hmm. So he's still throwing deep balls into double too high safety, which is not what you want to do. Since then, they've been, if you watch him, he's been taking the underneath stuff. Yeah. And they've been running the football. But the big story is the defense. I'll get to that in a second. Um, Patrick Mahomes in the 7-0 and stretch, 64% completion percentage. Actually, actually a little bit lower. 280 Per game, 12 touchdowns, just four interceptions, though, in the last seven games. Um, the big story has been the improved play of the defense, and people are talking about Mahomes and the offense, and I get it. What are they doing, laps? I, I don't know. Now it's Pamela Fur and Will Bowling. I, <laughs> it's like a relay race yeah. out here. I, just, I don't know what's going on. We do have, like, a square um, hallway where, like, you can do laps. I, I don't know. Anyway, big story has been the defense. Uh, first seven games allowed 29 points per game. Check this out. In the last seven, again, they're 7-0, they've allowed 13.3. So 29 points per game to 13.3, there's your problem. New England, the two seed, Titans, the three seed. That's not a problem for them. Not at all. Here's the thing, and I get all the concern, and I get people being pissed off about the Titans. There is this one thing that's still sitting out there. They're the three seed. There's only one team in the AFC that has a better record than them. Mm -hmm. Now, the Titans are going to lose if they continue to turn the ball over. They just will. If they don't, I think they can win every game. Yeah. So what's your level of concern moving forward into the last three? 615-737-1045. Nate in the borough. Nate, what's up? Man, you know, everybody's talking about the Titans. That's all today is about. I'm really concerned about the Titans. The story is the same every single week. 
the Titans get a little lead here and there, but then the opponents get a touchdown or a few points here and there, and it's like the offense loses their mind. They start dropping balls. They start just messing up, and I don't really blame Tannehill or anything like that. I get the pressure from teams as soon as they start getting points coming at Tannehill, but, man, Todd Downing needs to be more, a little bit more creative mm-hmm. out there. And that defense, our defense, honestly, I, I've been really, really surprised here this whole season with how well the defense has come this entire season and, and everything. But, man, like, like everybody's been saying, like the offense, that offensive line too, good for, good for the running backs and getting them holes for the uh, running backs to run through and everything. But for Tannehill to be able to make them passes and everything, they gotta be able to. They gotta be able to let him create create some magic out there. Other than that, we just gonna end up losing out these rest rest of these games with all these turnovers that he's creating. That, that's pretty much all I got. That's pretty Perfect. much all I got. Thank uh, you, Nate. Appreciate stuff, it. Yeah, it's it's weird too because obviously Tina Hill has been asked about this because uh, in their last three losses they've had thirteen turnovers. Right. Yep. Like it, it's very clear. Every coach says it. You can't turn the football over in the National Football League and still win games. You just can't. If you end up if if you lose the turnover battle and you still end up winning a game, you are lucky. But then so Tannehill obviously asked about it. He talked a lot about, you know, the messaging is there, the focus is there in practice. And then you wonder, it's like the the teams that can't get to the quarterback and they focus so much on it and talk so much about mm-hmm. it. And then it's like this big animal that rears its ugly head that they never get to the quarterback because mm-hmm. they're so focused and talking about it and trying to figure out what's going on. Is that where Ryan Tannehill is right now? Is that where this Titans offense is right now? Like there's so much focus and talk about the lack of ball security that they're almost in their own heads. It's just what there what is the explanation for it i mean brent's been saying for weeks that he thinks Tannehill has the yips yep yes and and i get that part of the explanation could be you know the lack of protection and and how much this offensive line is struggling and and that clearly is affecting Ryan Tannehill but um i mean it just i i can't imagine how frustrating it is inside that facility because you see how frustrating it is for Titans fans, and and that's why they're losing games. Mm-hmm. The easiest thing to question is play calling, but when you go for 201 on the ground, why are you throwing 42 times or whatever it was? 32 times. 32, yeah. Yeah. I, I And it well, almost and somebody, was like they would, get in the, they would get in the red zone, like running the ball, and then start throwing. I don't know. I think somebody hit me on Twitter and was like, well, you can't you can't run the ball 60 times. I guess I'm you like, can. hey. We've been doing it. You do whatever the heck works. You've been doing it. If you're getting it done on the ground, you don't have to throw it. And before we were going off on Friday, I I said, I'm not sure, but looking at Deontay Foreman in practice, it's something about him. This man looks like he's getting ready. And he ran that ball. I like him. Very, very tough. Mm -hmm. Like, that fourth down, like he really, he, he didn't have to get that fourth down. That was that was really really close. He had three people tackling him. And he Cam Hayward the, missed him. He left the game with an injury and came back just to run that. Play. Just to run that play. And man, he got hit behind the line. Why did not put him back? I mean, see, that's uh, listen, man, do something. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five. This is three HL.
3HL 104.5 The Zone. Titans fall in Pittsburgh. The voice of the Titans, Mike Key, joins us now. Mike, you turn the ball over four times. That's a recipe for disaster. We, we've we've been there, done that. It happened again. And, you know, the, the thing that's so disappointing yeah. is I, I think this one probably stings the most because the other two you were behind and you were trying to fight back. You had control of this game, total control of this game, had control of the stadium and let it get away and then gave them easy scoring opportunities on a day where they couldn't move the football. Um, getting over it is important because you got to move on to Thursday, but the more you stop and think about it, the more you read about it, uh, kind of the matter it makes you. Man, I, I, I'll tell you this, though, uh, about that defense. You give up 168 yards and, and four times they're given possession in, with your back to, to you know their end zone and you, you don't give up touchdowns. I mean, that's a pretty remarkable day for those guys. Well, you look at that unit and you start to go through the personnel and there's some people there. I mean, there's some serious, serious people playing defense for the Tennessee Titans right now. It's almost the opposite of what the offense is going through. But you've got Landry and you've got Dupree and you've got Simmons and, you know, you got Zach Cunningham added to the mix. And then you look in the secondary and you, you kind of go, wow, um, this could be a really special unit. The news about A.J. Brown today resuming practice is good, and you wonder if they get back that number one receiver like A.J. Brown is and the offense can get back in sync, what may this team look like again with the defense playing the way it is at this moment? Yeah, and that's the thing. Just going back to watch the game this morning, it it really looked like that that Pittsburgh was concerned with with Julio on the field, just simply him being Mm -hmm. on the field. And that opened up some things underneath. And in and, and the second half, when he wasn't on the field, it looked like they were rolling their coverage up, and, and it became much more difficult. Same scenario as in the New England game. Yeah. You know, completely similar that they just keep creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. And you're trying to scheme things to get guys open, and that may work in the middle of the field, but once you get into the red zone, there's less space to work with, and it's extremely hard to do. And so the, the Titans – Again, I, I mean, I I think you've just got to keep an eye on the entire thing right now with A.J. Brown, with the thought process that, you know, he, he means a lot from the standpoint potentially of what he does, but he means a lot to so many other guys too because I, I think with the running game going like it is, mm-hmm. if you have that number one threat back, then suddenly what you're saying is, oh, my goodness, we've got play action again. Titans over 200 yards rushing again. You mentioned Deontay Foreman. Um, phenomenal. Mike, 22 carries, 108 yards. Uh, a threat in the pass game as well. Um, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, so throw, throw a wide receiver that's a, you know, no disrespect to the other guys, but is a, a, a proven number one threat out there, and, and you've got something perhaps. Well, there's no question. I mean, you're – you're talking about the, the guys that the Titans were playing in the second half of the ball game were, were not guys who were slated to be among the top five before the season, you think. You know, so it's a, it's a completely different scenario. And it doesn't mean that Westbrook Aquina can't help and that I think he's done some good things at times. But you put him in the role where he belongs, which is, you know, as that number two, 
uh, as a complementary piece to a guy who's a true number one, and you potentially can see the difference. I don't think it all rides on A.J. Brown, but just the presence, and certainly we saw that presence from from Julio Jones in the first half when things were more open, or certainly it felt that way. Mike, when you're calling the game, um, maybe you don't see it, but when when going back and watching the game, if you do, like – do you see things taking place pre-snap that may not be being accounted for by the line or by Tannehill? Or is that something that like none of us really can answer because we're not in the film room and things? Well, it's a good question. And if I, if I go back and I really watch it and somebody kind of tells me the specifics of what I'm mm-hmm. looking for, I can. But, Ron, I, I really try hard not to do that for the – from the standpoint, I want to let Coach Mack have all of that because gotcha. he is so yep. much the expert. And my, my big job is to know the numbers, mm-hmm. <laughs> to know who, who's wearing what number, and sometimes I can't figure that out. <laughs> um, but so, so you just see things at times, and you know, I play a little bit, so I kind of I kind of do know how the game works a little bit, but I don't know the intricacies like Coach Mack does. Mike, hey, thank you for the time. Coach Matt, uh, the Coach Mac show, the uh, Coach Brable show coming up tonight. tonight uh, we're looking forward to that. What you got going there? Robinson is sitting in for Mike because of the short week. It's- Let me put him on hold. Uh, Coach Brable show coming up at 6 o'clock. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, back connection there with Mike Keith. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the Titans' uh, defensive numbers as he was talking about that. So Tennessee so far, and there are multiple games still to be played. Obviously, today there's two games. Tomorrow there's two games uh, in this week of play. Yeah. But so far this year, the Tennessee Titans are number 19 in the NFL in pass defense. They're number two against the run, and it's close mm-hmm. with Baltimore. Like point set, It's less than a yard difference between the Titans being number one in the NFL and number two in the NFL in rush D. So their total defense this year, number nine in the yeah. NFL. And let me just go ahead and say, thank goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked all offseason. You know, the assumption was that the offense was going to be awesome. Right. Right? Can the defense keep up with them? Right, so if the defense could be like in the middle of the pack, yep. they'd have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Now, with everything that's happened offensively, they've had to be better than that, and they have been. And Mike's right, man. The last two weeks, it, these guys have been probably the best defense in the mm-hmm. NFL. Mm-hmm. So, we have what? Coach Mack on Wednesdays, right? Mm-hmm. I can't wait to ask Coach Mack that. because Pre-snap question? Yeah, because yeah. You, you, I mean, you alluded to when we when we um, talked outside of the show, when you asked um, – we we ended up hitting Savage up, and we were asking did Lyman not engage with a guy when Schobert got that interception. Right. So the quick throw to the left, where the yep. ball was batted up in the air, there was space between Taylor Lewan and the defensive lineman yeah. that batted it up. Yep. But they came from the outside, so Lewan was actually engaged. I was looking at a replay, actually engaged to his guy. This guy almost came free. It was like somebody, I guess, was supposed to chip him or whatever, and it's just like Ryan just didn't even acknowledge him. He threw it and just threw it right to him. So I mean that that's why I'm asking, like, is are things happening pre snap? Whether it be with the line or with Tannehill not noticing something. Cause man, you saw TJ Watt coming up, like, I gotta know where he is. Remember when Tony Romo first started and he was calling every play yeah. before it happened? Yep. And then they told him to stop doing that mm-hmm. because there is an element as you're watching the game of 
I want the unknown. I don't right. want to know what's coming. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tony was giving the but whole game. But if you game. if you listen to Coach Mack on Titans Radio, like mm-hmm. I, I had to run uh, my guy to to basketball practice yesterday, so I'm listening to them. And Coach Mack, like occasionally, would be like, "Here comes the blitz, pre snap." Yep. yep. And so yep. he he'll tell you. Sure will. Um, but yeah, I mean, I that, think there's been some disconnect with Ryan Tannehill pre snap too. But the the mistakes that he's making that are uncommon and and I don't think this part of it has to do with personnel. Yeah. Is are the intercept the multiple interceptions he has thrown this year where he's watching a route and he's just eyeballing the route and, and then he throws it and but the route runs right into his zoned player yep. who's just standing there. Yep. Yep. It was almost like Tannehill didn't scan the field. Now, yep. he's got 14 interceptions this year. He had 13 the previous two seasons. So there's a lot going on. Now, to Don's point, and this, this is a valid thing that we've been talking about all year, like how much of this is he doesn't have anybody out there? No. And that's led to this, as I call it, this, you know, with all due respect to PTSD, but in terms of football PTSD, mm-hmm. where he doesn't know – his ass from the top of his head. You know right. what I mean? Right. It almost looks like that when he gets in the pocket. It's like, oh, crap, where's the pressure coming? Yeah. And and he ha- he hasn't had to, to deal with that at this level with no weapons around him to help him out, with no Derrick Henry, with no yeah. tight end. That's another conversation. This with is the no- Miami Tannehill. This is the yes. Tannehill that, my, that he – he had to experience all this when, when he was a Dolphins quarterback. talked about the fact that he had no protection in Miami, and that was the difference, that he didn't have a ton of people to throw to in Miami. That was the difference. Well, guess what? All of that is happening right now in Nashville because of injury. Like, how different is he just with A.J. Brown on the field? Yeah. I mean, don't even, don't even count Julio yeah. or Jonu or, yeah. you know, NWI, somebody has a t- third guy. Titans yeah. that mm-hmm. he had that he could count on last year. He doesn't have that this year. Let's work some calls in. We Derek appreciate Henry. the patience. We've got uh, loaded lines, and a lot of people have been waiting a long time. We appreciate that. Mahogany, next up on 3HL. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? Hey, we're, we're good. good. Hey, so my biggest gripe with this team right now I mean, injuries we can't avoid. It's just a part of the game, mm-hmm. you know. So the cast of characters and everything, like, this is kind of to be expected. My level of concern, I mean, it's about a six on the scale of ten. It's about a six because, you know, I mean, I mean, what, what can you do? What can Ryan do with the cast of characters that he has? My biggest gripe right now with this team is the tight end position is not some – just guys we pulled off the street and said, oh, we've got people hurt. We went into this season with these guys at tight end, and they have been nothing short of a liability on offense. Like, Ferg has been a complete and utter disappointment. I don't even understand. I don't even know if this is – if they like, switched out his body or something else, and he's going through, going through like, an out-of-body experience because that's not the Anthony Ferkser that we've known – to play football for the Titans. So I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with the tight end position. And, you know, I think Ryan will look better once AJ gets back. And, uh, you know, and for people complaining about Ryan is the problem, I mean, and he's not playing worth the price of admission. That's the price for a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, if you think you can pay $5 million for a starting quarterback, you're greatly mistaken. So uh, I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate thank, y'all. Thank you, brother. Yeah, that's a, that is a great point. It I, is. I, but ultimately, we've got to go back to what Slay was saying. Look, the, 
this is the car you have. It's got bungee cords to keep the doors from flying open and keeping you in the car. Like this For is now. This is what you have to deal with. So figure it out. Yep. Right. Yep. And if you, and so if we put it on Tannehill and he doesn't understand, and that's the Miami Tannehill, and that's who we got. Guess who it is then next? To your point, Babs, Downey. It got to go to him. It's for you to figure out and put him. He can't figure that part out. So you put him in a good situation then. You know what he got. You know what you got. Make it work, man, somehow, some way. You know, one thing you do have that you know you have is a stable back there. Because I'm tell you what, Pittsburgh is a team that's treading water, especially offensively. But they got a really good defense. They got some guys on their team. But for a guy to go out there and average 4.9, 5.4, and 4.3 running the ball, guess what that tell me? Run the ball. I figured out soon, run the ball. It's hard to run the ball for 200 yards in an NFL game. Come on, it's hard. Man. They're, Come they're on, a 201. Come on now. Why are you throwing 32 times? Come on now. Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A lot of this is not rocket science to me. It ain't. Well, and especially with that uh, offensive line that struggled so mm-hmm. so much to protect, but even without Derrick Henry, now don't don't take this as I'm saying. Oh, they're fine without right, Derrick right, Henry. Right, right, Absolutely right. not. Right. But they have been okay running the ball yeah. since Derrick Henry has been gone. Like the offensive line, when it comes to run protection, and, <laughs> is and pretty. Maybe Mullen. Maybe we just need to put a hat on a hat and go get a guy. Right. Maybe we're not good at taking a step back and trying to. Contain like and, and protect. We, maybe they can't do that. Maybe they need to be the aggressors. Maybe they need to be proactive instead of re- um, reactive. Passing is in the sense you're reactive. 615-737-1045. Jonathan in the borough. Jonathan, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, we're good, man. Hey, I, I just wanted to touch real quick, Babs, welcome back. Also, Babs, I don't know if you've heard about the guy that tweeted on Friday saying he didn't like the show, but that's neither here nor there. But um, yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a, yesterday, what was that guy's name? Brandon? Is that his name? Uh, Bradford. 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 It was Bradford. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, ba- basically, we came to the conclusion that we don't program the show for Bradford. Yeah, that's what we, we figured out. We program the show for you guys. Yeah, we figured it out. That's that's um, the long but, and the short of it, Babs. Okay. <laughs> but my take on the game yesterday is, I mean, you. I'm not. I'm. I'm not overly concerned because there's a, there's stuff that can be fixed, and the simple is stop putting the ball on the ground. You can't sit there and rush for 201 yards and then, you know, game. These past few games that you've lost, these teams haven't. They've beaten you, but they haven't beaten you because you've beaten yourselves by turning the ball over multiple times, and mm-hmm. you can't do that going throughout a game over and over and over, and then you're putting your defense in a bad position when they're just playing lights out, flying to the ball, only giving up field goals. You turn around your next possession, another turnover. You can't win like that. And at some point, I feel like Vrabel should have got to downing on that headset like, hey, man, look, the ball. we're just going to run it because they can't stop this run. Let's just run it. It is what it is. You may not like it, it may not be pretty, but you you win that ball game by just running that ball, running the ball all game if you if you had to. I mean, the Patriots did it to the Bills. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know what's funny? The Although number one I think rushing they still only what did they run the ball like? I think they're it was still only like forty 
Yeah, they only threw it three times. 42 yeah, carries, yeah. and they only threw it three times, yeah. Um, Something like but that. But the percentage of plays that were run plays was Correct. 98% or whatever. Yes. Um, so the number one rushing offense in the NFL is 160 yards per game. And two of the last three, they've been in 201 and 270 <laughs> without Derrick Henry. <laughs> All right, let's talk some college football, and uh, we'll get into Tennessee-Memphis. That's with Chris Lowe coming up next to HL 104.5 The Zone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I may have sent a text message during the first break today to uh, Dawn's lovely, hu- lovely husband? Yes. Very rugged. Lovely. Husband, <laughs> with all of us included, saying, "Here's what I've learned in the first segment. Our job today is to get Dawn out of the red by six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, on the way. Yeah, I'm he, not helping with that. Yeah. yeah what does he yeah. say? Good luck. Good luck. With a little uh, emoji with an there. emoji. He did say good luck, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, talk with Chris at five. We'll ch- we'll check in with Chris about Tennessee, Memphis. There's all kinds of things. In the meantime, let's go to the phone. 615-737-1045. Brandon is in Nashville. Brandon, what's up? Brandon. What up? Brandon? Hey, what's going on, y'all? I love this show. Hey, we love you, Brandon. You are the best motivator I have ever heard. Um, but <laughs> Sunday, I could not pay attention because you guys have ruined me um, from listening to the announcers. Every time that uh, Jim and Tony would speak, I don't think about Frank Kelly and OB. Here we go, Jim. Tony. <laughs> I mean, like, I just to say, I love the show. Y'all have got me through some tough times in my life. For a person that struggles with depression, like, keep on doing what you're doing. Man, we appreciate hey, that. Hey, thanks That's for the positive up, message. Love there. you, Brandon. Most definitely. Appreciate that. So, bro. Tracy Wolfson, who was on the sideline of the uh, Steelers Titans game, came on the show on Friday, and she said this. Tony! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. That has to be our other drop. Yeah, uh, so we just crazy. we're just gonna drop T Wolf. <laughs> so we know they really tapped in, man. They tapped into the show. I love it. So we called her the Wolf, and, and a couple of people were like, "Why are you gonna call that woman the Wolf?" I'm like, "Well, she's Tracy Wolfson, and Uncle Vern called her the Wolf." <laughs> and if Vern Lundquist calls you the Wolf, it sticks, huh? It's official. I pretty much think we all can call her the Wolf. That's Plus, official. she's a boss, and she's like five feet tall. Is she? Oh, she's tiny. 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 Oh, see, that'll she could be a you gymnast. Don't realize it, you don't realize it on, on the TV, on the, on TV mm-hmm. until you meet her in person. I actually, I'll tell this really quick, and then we'll get to the phone calls. I actually have a funny Tracy Wolfson story. Yeah. This is way back in the day. Like, it was, I think I was heading into my second job out of college, and I had an audition with uh, CBS mm. in New York. And it was like a studio job audition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get there, you know, I fly in, I get, they have the car that picks you up and then they're dropping, they're taking you straight to the studio. You go straight into makeup, get your makeup done. Hey, here's your scripts. You have two seconds to look over them. Now walk in the studio and do your audition. Right. As I'm walking in and you gotta, you gotta remember, I'm like super young, right? Yeah. yeah. Like completely out of my element. I mean, you're point, still right? super young. Yes, yeah. of course I yes. am. Okay. Um, but that was, Clarifying. A, that was a long time ago. So as I'm, so they're just like shuttling us. It was amazing. The seven-year-old girl <laughs> up for this job on CBS. Unbelievable, I mean, it's, uh, right? Amazing. 
They're like shuttling us in and out. And uh, I go, my makeup's done or whatever. I go to walk in studio. Who's walking out? Who just finished her taping? Tracy Wolfson. And I'm like, what in the heck am I doing? I'm way out of my element. Like, I do not belong here. That's freaking Tracy Wolfson walking out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever told her that story on our show. It was so long ago. But it was clearly that they were putting tape together of her in studio for, mm. for something that they were doing. But that's just happened to be who I walked in afterwards. That so <laughs> that was my, like, oh, my gosh, she's really tiny yeah. moment with Tracy. So. <laughs> Hey, man, She's that'll trip best. me out, man. TV, that, this is amazing what TV does. Yeah. Because you just She's start imagining best. how big a person is, and they're really not that big. Think, think about all the stuff she does, too. I mean, from Final Fours to the Super yeah. Bowl to uh, – she did – I mean, she, our listening audience will remember her on the sidelines on the big SEC games with Vern oh, Lundquist yeah. and right. Gary Danielson. And and so that's kind of where we that got to know I her. knew her. Yeah. 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 And then she went to SEC Media Days one day and and hung out with us uh, as we went from room to room and and so really got to know her there. This is how uh, she exited the show. This is how we said goodbye. Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) That laugh. That laugh. Anyway, um, so Monsoon Monahan on uh, Zone TV. You can watch the show: Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. Twitch, please. He says, this show beats New England Sports Talk Radio. I mean, without a doubt. Hey, thank you. Thank you, sir. I mean, yes, thank you. you. I appreciate br- that. Do you want me to bring my uh, my Patriot security guard accent for you? I love your Patriot accent. When you almost the got horse. ticketed the horse for got, yeah, the jaywalking and the guy said, don't touch the horse. Don't yeah. pet the horse. <laughs> the horse. And don't pet the horse when you walk by. <laughs> That was a weird trip because, like, I never knew what state we were in. And that was, like, a literal thing. Like, seriously. Like, we would cross a bridge and we'd be in Rhode Island or something. I don't know where we were. Remember we went to eat breakfast and we were in a different state because we watched walked across the bridge? Oh, yeah. Don't touch the horse. But Foxborough was his own thing. So, thank you, Monsoon Monahan. Um, Appreciate that. He also says, who cares? The Titans are 9-5. and The past is the past. Yeah. Which is true. That's very true. But at the same time. What is that in response to? Sorry, uh, all the all the people Refresh. complaining and yeah. and you know about Titans where the Titans are now, all this stuff. Yeah. Okay, but this is the concern. Yeah, because <laughs> they lost you got to get it together. Yeah, you got to get your Shiano together. Or you're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> and, if, and if you lose the division, you look back at a game like this and you start going, all right, well, "They're not right. losing the division." Look, I'm just making a statement. God, the Colts, man. They're hot. Hey, man. how about this? They're a good team. They're healthy. At least they had the Colts early. Well, so they I mean, were able to sweep, sweep. Listen, them. think about where they would be if they didn't have that tiebreaker. Yep. You'd be sweating. Yes. All over the place. Yeah. A lot of times, That's what still when you get It's a. <laughs> that is a correct statement. They are sweating. <laughs> Every time you hear that sound, an angel gets its wings. We'll be right back. <laughs>